Hello and welcome to yet another episode of SAP Experts Podcast. My name is Akshi Mola and I could not be more excited about today's episode. It is not every day that you deep dive into the world of enterprise architecture and emerging technologies and that too with someone from a pioneer in healthcare like Roche. With the purpose of doing now what patients need next and their 125-year history, Roche remains committed to driving innovations that transforms the lives of patients globally. Today, I'm joined by Vikram Ravel, an ERP enterprise architect at Roche, with a key focus on ERP, emerging technologies, user experience, and architecture in SAFE. He has 15 plus years of IT experience in various domains, including architecture, team leadership, and project management, innovation management, and application development. He holds a master's in information technology as well as certifications in TOGAP 9.2, Safe Architect, Safe Product Manager, Product Owner, Professional Scrum Master 1, SAP NetWeaver, ABAP, and Java Programming. You're listening to SAP Experts Podcast. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Welcome, Vikram. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. And Vikram, we're very excited to have you here today because in today's episode, we will be exploring the role of enterprise architecture when it comes to digital innovations. So let's start with you. How do you see your mission as an enterprise architect focusing on emerging technologies and why should a company think of creating such a role? Yes, as a EA focusing on ERP and emerging technology, our mission is to uh, define and establish right ERP emerging technology framework, which can help us to constantly explore and enable the new age technology based on the business needs. Currently, we are also running this biggest uh, greenfield ERP transformation program in the healthcare industry, actually. Uh, with that, our vision is to create digital backbone for Roche contribution to the people's health. And by focusing on this emerging technology, the idea is to create more innovation opportunity, ensure that more and more uh, business use cases with the innovation are delivered. And I feel this is very important role, especially considering the world we are currently, which is you know very complex and volatile. Uh, just as an example, we know every, uh, everyone how we are going through the pandemic from last two plus years and how it has impacted everyone in, 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 in every organization. So it become more crucial now that every enterprise become more agile and resilient, continue to able to adapt to the new environment and technology trends. Uh, in fact, these new technologies are really disrupting uh, the business models like never before. Uh, and there is a saying like that uh, every company has to become now a technology company or at least a technology driven company. And this is where I feel e enterprise architects can play a critical role uh, by supporting different dimensions like translating the business objectives and strategies to able to identify what are the key business capabilities and where there is a need of uh, innovation platforms and uh, providing the actionable IT strategy, 
providing the or guiding in building the solid technology platform for co-op business processes but at same time provide the flexibility to able to do innovation uh, with uh, emerging technology or cloud platform for as example and another important thing they can bring a lot of outside in uh, perspective right sharing what is happening in industry by doing the research and understanding what are the technology trends uh, is currently going on which can help the business so overall i feel uh, the companies with the dedicated focus on identifying and implementing this new age technology can really provide them competitive advantage accelerate the business innovation and help them to improve the efficiencies Absolutely, Vikram. You reminded me back of my engineering days because during that time I learned to view any problem statement as a whole system. That okay, there are these goals, there are these challenges, and this is the optimal solution we are trying to get. And also the fact that you mentioned okay, there was the pandemic, but at the same time, every company is a technology company today, and how to navigate all of that. So with that said, uh, Vikram, we also have a lot of early talent which are. Uh, tune in but also people at all levels of their career thinking of a role like an enterprise architect what was your journey into this role what do you like the most about your job and what difficulties did you face in the early days that any early talent listening to us could hear from you and be like okay this is normal this is how things go yeah my journey so far with this role is quite exciting and fruitful especially because with my work i am able to make an impact on the lives of the patient by doing now what patients need next as clearly highlighted with the rosh papa statement i have 15 plus years of it experience with various roles in in various different domains i have work uh, into architecture area project management leading the team uh, managing the innovation use cases and doing the application development so with all this different role it really helped me to expand my knowledge and experience uh, but one thing was always common was that uh, i was always passionate about learning something new or exploring something new uh, having a strategic mindset and a desire to make an impact which really helped me to move Uh, to my current role as a EA for emerging technologies and that's also very exciting part of my job actually because i am able to get an opportunity to learn on the cutting edge technologies able to support the innovative use cases from technology point of view or from giving a strategic direction so those are some of the key uh, exciting part of my job in my humble opinion to to become an ea would really require a lot of practical experience it is not something that we can just pass out from the college and become an ea or you do some certification and, and become an ea uh, because uh, enterprise architecture scope is quite wide and having work on different domain and uh, different jobs will really give you a lot of benefit i feel I mean, uh, just to give you example, the few key skills will be to focus on technology expertise, right? Uh, especially if you want to work on emerging technology or innovation area, then having expertise into technology can be key. But also having a business knowledge in your respective area can give you a edge because how do you ma- apply those technology? to to solve the business problem and then of course having a strategic mindset and stakeholder management uh, some of the key area to focus uh, it will also depend in which ea domain you want to focus as ea has multiple domain business information application and technology so depending on the area you want to focus you will need additional 
domain specific skill sets yeah absolutely and I, I like that you said that you can't just be a college graduate and jump into a role like this it is a complex role and that's why you need that comprehensive experience that variety of experience and i think that is all the more accelerated when you're working for a company like roche and the pandemic that is a sobering experience for all of us how important this is and how innovation occurs in real time so with that said what is a day in the life of an enterprise architect that to in a healthcare company that to one of the biggest in the world how does that look like for you yes uh so yeah i mean i have to work with various stakeholders as as enterprise architect i mean even in enterprise architect you will have different domains right so so we have a set of team uh, so i have my colleagues we are focusing on each is focusing on different areas so i am focusing more as i said imaging technologies and uh, technology area so i i work with various business stakeholders try to understand what are the uh, business area or business use cases they have where maybe emerging technology can help to do the innovation i work with them i also work with our various different groups in rosh there are more architecture group try to understand what they are doing in their area and yes emerging technologies i am focusing more from erp side right uh, so doing more knowledge sharing exchange with them and then the key thing also for me is to come up with the recommendations right that okay if this is technology what platform i should use or what should be the guidelines best practices to to use that so i work on creating those but of course to do all those things we need to do a lot of uh, hands on also actually i cannot just directly come up with the recommendation on this on this slide so we do a lot of poc so where i collaborate with our you know technical developers and together with them we do proof of concept on any new technology or also with the business use case yeah so speaking of all of these moving parts uh, you mentioned you know talking to different technical developers all of that but i would love for you to elaborate on how you also collaborate with the business stakeholders right and how you help them unlock value how does that work out because you know in today's world we're not just pursuing digital transformation just for the sake of it just i mean hey i love emerging technologies but we can't just be like hey i like machine learning let's do it right so how does the business get a seat on the table and how do you have that conversation yes so if you look at the enterprise architecture the one of the domain in here is the business architecture right so with that the idea is uh, we we sit together with business try to understand their business strategy in fact also um, help to create such strategies and then you basically uh, break down into what are the key business capabilities you know a business is looking and then for try to identify okay these are the capability this is more futuristic and these are the more innovation related we don't have the current technologies available or we see oh with this new technology it can really simplify uh, or create more benefit for business identify those kind uh, kind of use case so for that we need to really collaborate because business have the 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 key knowledge right in their business processes and all uh, and then we can help them from the from the technical so i would say it, this kind of conversation really help have a kind of workshop with them try to go through the uh, user journey if there is any particular use cases is there and then uh, see identifying the the right use cases where the technologies can help 
So bouncing off of that, you know, like you said, that there, this is the, almost like a delicate dance with the business because they know their business and you know the technology side and it's like, how do we meet in the middle? So on that very note, Vikram, business trends are always changing and they impact processes, they impact the architecture landscape. How do you stay on top of all of these new trends and ensure that your company is leveraging the latest and the greatest? Yeah, I mean, definitely it's very dynamic world, right? I mean, things are moving so fast. I mean, it was never before, right? So we really have to be also top of our game. So uh, so to help us, what we have done is we have put in place a really well-structured internal frameworks like yeah, emerging technology framework. We have innovation framework, which ha we have. So it is step-by-step guide, you know, um, how we should go about identifying any trends. So we have basically prepared a checklist uh, that what are the areas, things we should look when we are assessing any emerging technologies. So I just give you some example from, from this framework. So just in simple term, we have two key component. One is called, we are calling inside out approach. As I was just explaining, we get in touch with business, try to understand their strategy, business capabilities, and what are the use cases we have. That's what we are calling inside out approach. Other side, we have more outside in approach. So where we look, what is happening in industry? What are the market research? reports are saying we also attend a lot of webinars and from there identify shortlist the key uh, technologies and then try to do the mapping of the capabilities business capability with the technologies and then try to enable it so i would say the key thing is the well-defined structure uh, frameworks mm -hmm. what we have which basically guide us and we try to focus more from the business value driven that we don't want to just explore technology for you know, this buzzword, but right. it should give a value to, to, to the business. But of course, at the same time, we would like to have uh, give insights to the business also that, okay, this is what happening in market. This is how they are solving the problem. Maybe it can inspire you to, to look at it. So continue. Other thing is, of course, we need to continue to update ourselves. It's like lifelong learning for us. Let's continue right. to learn. Um, attend a lot of webinars, uh, read a lot of research reports, uh, yeah, uh, and also collaborate with our uh, internal and external partners uh, to also understand what they are doing, yeah, and learn from each other. So, Vikram, when you were going through all of that, I was thinking that uh, to be a successful enterprise architect, I think the first and foremost is that constant thirst of knowledge and constantly exploring and constantly learning. And along with that, that collaboration skill also have to be there, whether it's stakeholder management, whether it is collaborating with the partners. So those are the two skills I gleaned off of everything you just explained. What else are the characteristics that an enterprise architect should have to be successful, especially within the healthcare industry? Yes. So, yeah, I mean, as I said, in there are different domains. So it, uh, it will also depend in the enterprise architect which domain you are focusing. So let's say if you are into business, domain the you might need more additional you know soft skills uh, if you are in technology but overall definitely i would say you need a lot of lifelong learning kind of attitude uh, when it comes to emerging technology areas 
and you really needs to be also a trusted advisor to to at the executive and leadership level right because you are not just at the same time you are working with your development team also but you are also working directly with your leadership team and bringing them or creating awareness with them that what is happening in that area so that is also important the leadership uh, qualities are also very important here and you need to also have a lot of influence and a lot of people uh, because you are not people are not directly reporting to you yeah right. you are not a manager yeah i mean but still you need to convince people so those uh, soft skills are are really important i would say and then on top of it as i said at start the the strategic mindset the strategic thinking uh, become very critical because you are are doing the work which is very futuristic that um, you are thinking 3 year 4 year down the line okay what are the areas can really help the business so that strategic mindset also become very important mm-hmm. so speaking of having the strategic mindset that futuristic mindset what are the top 3 technology trends that will impact erp in particular and perhaps cloud solutions in general if we look at things um in the next year yeah i mean definitely a lot of things happening uh, and uh, things are changing so fast that sometimes it is even difficult to predict but maybe if i have to choose based on the current situation i would call it like uh, like intelligent technologies or there is a term intelligent erp right very famously nowadays being used so the idea is here the the all the emerging technologies or the new days technology like ai machine learning iot and blockchain and you know the conversational user experience so all those things i feel it's really important now that the expectation is really increased from the erp solution cells so that uh, they should use it because if you look at you know, for any company the the erp is a core right it and a lot of data is already there in the erp system so if we can leverage ai machine learning and you know try to use that data it can really help uh, business so i feel this is one key trend i see that all this intelligent imaging technologies should be embedded by default into erp that is one i see the second uh, i feel the composability uh, architecture composable enterprise also a key trend right now uh, the composable enterprise is nothing but as i said that every organization has to be very agile and resilient to to the change and it able to uh, flexible enough that based on the situation it able to change itself and this is where the composable architecture or uh, composable uh, erp can help that you design your application the erp application should be now flexible enough that it is able to change based on the need right so the trend is moving more from you know uh, being built to last to mm-hmm. the build to change yeah and right. instead of having one big uh, monolithic erp based application you can have loosely couple application and then they are able to integrate well with the api first or event based approach and th- this is where the the integration technologies are becoming more and more important yeah and i guess the third one i would say the the cloud adoption for erp itself actually so as of now traditionally if you look at the erp are more on premise based applications but we can already see the trend especially in, at least in the specialized application like customer relationship management or supplier relationship management those are already moving towards the cloud and 
So slowly we expect the core ERP also moving towards the cloud. And it also really give a lot of benefit because um, uh, most of the organization would like to standardize their business processes. They don't right. want to have a lot of custom uh, development or customized uh, business processes. Uh, so that can help with the cloud. But of course, with that, uh, you can also get a flexibility by having additional cloud-based platform to do the innovation, which are the business processes, which is very specific to your organization, where you would like to have your innovative solution. So I would say the cloud adoption for the ERP is also, I see as a key trend. Absolutely, because when you're explaining that the importance of not having those disjointed solutions, I'm saying, yeah, nobody wants a Frankenstein solution at the end of the day. We do want that seamless integration and we do want our solutions to talk to each other and for it all to be effortless. So we know that among other activities, your team is leading development and composable ERP guidelines. Could you share more on why you are doing what you're doing and how you're tackling this huge topic? Yeah, definitely. So I think I already explained why it is so important because it mm -hmm. really enable a lot of options for the business and it helped to really reorganize and reorient based on the business need, the, the IT systems and yeah. So, and of course it, it also helped to innovate at the same time. So how we are doing is that there are different steps we are taking and, and this is uh, there are different steps also to enable any organization to, to be a composable. So first is the mindset change, I would say that uh, you need to also train people and create the awareness that when you are building solution or thinking about such uh, application uh, design and all, keep the composability at the core that how you can have more composable base modules and then try to integrate them. So one is the mindset uh, awareness and the other is the then building the right strategy in place that, okay, so we have uh, built our, all our internal EA frame, uh, enterprise architecture framework and we also have principles and standards and guidelines. All we have built keeping the composability in the mind uh, so that we can give the right direction to the different teams and the, the the solution architects, for example, yeah. And then putting the right strategy for data, for example, then how the data will be shared between uh, the different uh, application. Uh, and then third piece, I would say really is the technology. Then you really need the technology to enable it. For example, integration, right? Now, as you have more composable applications, you really need to have a right set of integration technology. So like API based, event driven, and the cloud-based platforms to be able to extend and uh, build your custom applications also. So this is where, to summarize, basically first is the mindset uh, awareness and then building right strategy in place and then you have the right technology platforms to enable that. This is how we are trying to drive this. Absolutely, Vikram. And one of the things that really stood out to me was mindset change uh, that immediately made my ears perk up and I was thinking, that manipulating or changing or designing technology, that's easy. Convincing people, the persuasion, the influence, that's hard, especially when some folks do, are used to doing things a certain way and they say that, okay, well, if it's not broken, why are we reinventing the wheel or why do we need to? And we have to answer that why question very, very convincingly. So can you talk to us a little bit more about the challenges 
that you perhaps face or folks per, uh, face in general when it comes to causing that mindset change? And what are the best, best practices to ensure change management, successful change management? <laughs> Yes, I think whenever you have any change, it's always hard, right? Uh, so you know this. Um, I don't. I forgot these names, but there is a graph yes. mentioning how you go through that change management. So people will always first resist, and right? but you need to really, I think, show the value. If you can communicate well, that what value it is going to bring to organization, to the respective individual, and to the team then I think it is more easier to convince. Uh, I mean, we don't even maybe need to convince that. You just need to show the value. Uh, so that's what we try to focus. I try to show the value like, okay, if we do with the existing way, what are the pros and cons? And if we do with this composability, keeping in mind, what will be the pros and cons? So we are trying to do that way uh, with the some live example and with the some early uh, movers really we will do more hands-on uh, hand-holding try to also help mm -hmm. them to to do these some initial examples so and from those examples the rest of the people or uh, rest of the use cases can learn and actually we need a right balance to be honest we don't want that everything to be just now become completely composable right uh, so right. wherever it needed you you need a right balance because then it also come up with the additional i think sometimes the cost and the the complexity. So we try to make a balance. And as I said, try to show more value uh, mm -hmm. and going with that direction. Absolutely, because when it is a value discussions, things cannot always be black and white, but that's as close to black and white as we can get when it comes to decision making. Yeah. When we are truly weighing the pros and cons of how we're doing it today versus what the next and the best practices could bring to the table. So speaking of the next and the best, Imagine, Vikram, you are in the year 2030, which is actually not that far when we think about it. So how do you foresee the role of enterprise architect changing by then? And also, if you look at it within the context of healthcare, how do you see that changing? Yeah, I think 2030 is... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's with this environment, it's so difficult to even predict, right? What is going to right. happen next year? So, yeah, uh, so definitely it's quite difficult to predict. But uh, in general, what I see is, first of all, the, the enterprise architecture scope is quite wide. Yeah, so, uh, so definitely even the skill set wise, we also need to expand and continue to look what is happening. Just to give you an example, now suddenly you have the this scale agile frameworks and the, the companies are moving towards the agile ways of working. So even as an EA, we need to adopt to that based on uh, what which should be our responsibilities and all those things. Uh, uh, so my, my idea is that uh, there will be a lot of change Mm -hmm. But overall, fundamental thing might still remain same. That the ES, the key job is to enabling and guiding enterprise to define and achieve their business objective. I think that's the core message will still remain same. But yeah, when it comes to skill set and ways of working, uh, definitely I can already see some trend that instead of just being a technology theorist, right, just talking about technology theory point of view, we really have to be a business partner as we also discuss already right we really need to be able to uh, talk and connect with our business stakeholder able to help them to maybe create new business revenue or streams and able to identify new products and services yeah, or help them to take investment decisions so it's more like a business partnering 
and um, also a, uh, be a trusted advisor to to C level executives. Right? I mean, uh, we at the same time we are coaching and guiding the individual teams, but we are also need to work directly with the executives. So that's why a lot of leadership skills, soft skills, will become more important. Yeah. And one more, I guess, the right now, if you look at in any organization, uh, the EAs are considered like okay, oh, they are like a gatekeeper, yeah, <laughs> or they will stop. So that that has to be changed, and that's what we are completely focusing. That EA needs to be more enabler and coach, and they has right. to involve with the team from quite start rather than you know just be a gate gatekeeper. Yeah. So in short, I mean, they have to be visionary. To able to do more strategic work, but at same time connected to the ground, working together with the respective teams. I would say. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. Because Vikram, when you were explaining all of that, it reminds me. And now I sound like a broken record because almost every episode I mention that digital transformation cannot occur without business transformation, and business transformation cannot occur without digital transformation. They might as well be synonymous, and. Value always has to be at the epicenter, whether it's 2022, whether it's 2030. I think it would be all the more important as you move closer to the future to have value always at the epicenter and business to be on the table with IT as we move towards a transformation together. So with that said, Vikram, you have shared so much with us today. Uh, anything else that we have not covered today that you would like to share with us, whether it's with enterprise architecture, whether it's with emerging technologies, anything? Yeah, I think it was really good discussion. Uh, yeah, uh, we have covered many topics. So I think we are good, I would say. Yeah. And if somebody out there wants to learn more about the role, where can they follow you? And if they want to learn more about all the wonderful things in healthcare that Roche is doing, where can they follow all of that? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we have the website, right, for Roche. But definitely people can go there and have a look on the, on the Roche website itself. And about me, of course, you can also find me on the LinkedIn. And happy to connect there and yeah, help and have a good discussion. Yeah, Absolutely. So audience, I'll be dropping Vikram as well as Roche's, all the socials in the show notes below. So go ahead and get connected. And with that, Vikram, thank you so much for joining us today. We really learned a lot about the world of enterprise architecture and how it helps in unlocking value. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I hope audience find it useful. Thank you.